Huh? Some spread. Take, 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 take. What? We start in Teddy City, where Daniel Jonesy's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So many QBs I want to play. You know I like my Kirks a little bit older. Will said, my old girl's crazy, but my young Hoku. And he was bumping the victory music through his beats by Ramon Dre Stevenson. Joshua Tree Palmer gave Esto quite the views from the rich flex. But Kenyon Drake was the leader of the Broke Boys. And it was Esto who took her loss, despite nearly 21 savage points from Eckler. Well, 141.6, Esto, 137.4, some spread. Tick, 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 tick. Next, we head to the meat house, where, allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is Joe. J to the O-E, I used to beat Aaron O's by the T-D, and Mixon's 50 burger was enough meat for the whole week at the house of Centennial. DeAndre Swiffer told Osh to swift it, Swift it real good, but stay at home Tom Brady didn't have the kids this weekend, so the meat house was already clean. Geno Smith and Wesson is the new trigger man for Osh, but the only gunshots he's going to hear are the ones at the starting line. ZTech 114.5, Osh 90.1. Oh, no. We now go to the bread factory, where it's been a no-flex zone. No flex zone. It don't matter. It don't matter. But Devontae Schremmerd told Lighting, this could be us, but you playing. And he was a real crowd pleaser on Sunday. TJ Hawkinson was the new man on the Minnesota Vikings. And it was bum bum beat him at the factory. Kyler Mari revealed to Jacob that Loaf is the father of the busboy. And now Alvin Moni Camara is due in arrears. Jalen Waddle service was making it rain in the club, but he couldn't find any hot single Terries to flex on. Loaf, 127.3. Jacob, 108.2. What? 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 Now, to the classroom, where winter break came early for lighting. Khalil John Herbert said, turn down for what? But it was lighting who wanted shot, 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 shots after Sunday's rager. David Blaine Montgomery has pulled a disappearing act for the Deaf Boys this season. But it doesn't matter, because this team is no longer an optical illusion in the standings. Justin David Copperfields will look to continue the magic for this team. If Nate can help himself from burying Harry Houdini Butker alive after his latest performance. Nate, 110.4. Lighting, 92.4. What? What? Last. We go to fatherhood, where Tenny is looking for farmer's insurance for his family. And Sloan says, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Extension cord, Errol Patterson, provided the electricity twice from the one-yard line for Tenny. But MVS caused a power outage on Sunday night. Isaiah asked Sloan how many points he needs on Monday night. And he said, likely 8.9. And there were chants across Elkhorn. Olave, Ave, 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 Olave, Ave, 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 Olave, Olave. 
and the sorting hat said Ravenclaw for Sloane K to be the defense against the dark arts that is Arby's chamber of secret sauce. So 103.1, Tenny, 101.4. All right, slumlords, I'm going to be brief. Uh, we have the mayor of Titty City coming on for an interview. It's election week, of course, so uh, it's only right that we have the mayor on following his victory. Um, it's going to be housekeeping items only from me. We have New Blood Week Part 2 this week, which is the matchups um, that really historically haven't, I guess the teams that haven't played each other a whole lot. Uh, last week was actually Redemption Week, so we had people whose records were the worst historically against each other, so myself against Tenny, uh, Will against John, and Osh against Sammy. Sammy was 3-10 and 10 against Osh, so he notches another victory, gets to 4-10. Uh, Will was 2-7 and seven against Esto. So Will gets a victory, goes to three and seven, and then Tenny was three and ten against me, and we all know how that ended up. So the dominance of Jesse Tenny, aside from the playoffs, continues for Sloan K. Um, Loaf's lock, tough loss this week. He had the Dolphins. The Dolphins won. The spread was five, four and a half, five, four. It kind of went all. It kind of bounced around a little bit. Dolphins won, but they won by three. They didn't cover the spread. Good teams win. Great teams cover. So Loaf's lock goes to five and five. Still 500 on the year. Something to be proud of, but there's still work to do there. Lastly, the the watch. Um, it's Osh and it's Sammy right now. I can't change it. it I, I just keep running it back, but but these guys keep losing. The only reason Sammy won this week was because he played Osh. And he would have beat a few others. Um, I think he actually ended up in the upper echelon of points because of Joe Mixon. I mean, the rest of his team was disgusting. Mixon almost had half of his points. But uh, he notches a victory. You have to win in this league, and Sammy won. So we can't knock him for that. And uh, Osh is very firmly on track watch. Um Heat check. I mean, the seat is hot for Aaron Oshner right now. He's last in points. Um, he, it's just kind of been a lot, just gross week after week. Um, he's had a lot of oh no's this year in the fastest two minutes, but there's still hope. Like I said, he started this way last year. There's definitely hope that he can go on a run. He's getting guys healthy. And it's not over until it's over. So, Osh, keep your head up. Keep your chin up. Keep taking punches. Get back up. When you get knocked down five times, get up six times. Okay? Well, technically, get up five times because you get knocked down and get back up. It's kind of a one-for-one thing. But keep grinding. Z-Tech, you're still on watch. Um, the next three are Jacob, Tenny, and Lighting. They're all four and five, just below 500. Um, I don't, you know, I, I feel a lot better about those three teams than I do about the, about the bottom two. But, uh, hey, anything can happen, and thus is fantasy football. So, everybody, have a good week. Best of luck.
everybody except Nate Meter. Hopefully we don't have a repeat of last time, but we probably will with the result. So, week 10. Good luck. And as always, fuck you guys. John. Yow. What is up? Can you hear me? I can hear you. (laughs) Can you hear me? I can absolutely hear you. Gosh, what an absolute just track we've been on. <laughs> what a rinky-dink operation. Dude, I don't, I don't know what the heck happened. I'm just I'm just a millennial podcaster trying to make it. Like, <laughs> I, was... I don't need this, this anchor in my life. <laughs> Dragging well, me cer- down. Certainly wasn't your fault. I, I don't know why it wasn't redirecting me to the app. That's incredible. So, I, I, it's election week, first of Absolutely. all absolutely election week it's live action out here yeah yeah congratulations on yet another victory yeah i appreciate it you know the the campaign the campaign was uh an expensive one this year (laughs) had a lot of bribes um yeah you know uh definitely corrupt as any good mayor should be (laughs) um but you know it was it was live action we're back for another term the mayor of Titty City is going nowhere here to serve uh, just relentlessly for my citizens. <laughs> Couldn't be more honored. It seems like a perpetual seat almost that you have. Yeah, there, uh, there isn't a term limit. Um, yeah. I, 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 Clearly. I, that, that was one of my first things that I changed when I, uh, it was the first bill I passed <laughs> when I became mayor, my first term. The first executive order. Yeah, it's a good gig. Yeah, so you clearly are in the driver's seat to be the mayor of Titty City for the foreseeable future. <laughs> and you're also in the driver's seat for a playoff bid this season. So uh, how how are we feeling? Feeling, uh, yeah, feeling, I don't know. We'll see. I think if I make the playoffs, I'm going to squeeze in in position six. Um, wow. I think, I mean, right now, tied for third, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think there's some good. I think your team's good. Jesse's team is good. Um, yeah, Trev, Trev, and Jacob can be sneaky. So I don't know. We'll see. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Always just hoping for a chance to dance. So oh yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I I don't know. I think there's. I think I could squeeze in at the sixth spot. I I could also see some you know some rough things with the fall out of some of the guys uh i can see maybe trickling to seventh place so we'll just hope yeah. for the best hey we'll show up nine to five in the uh in the city hall and yep. we'll just see what happens baby yep bring your lunch pail and and you know what that's all you can do absolutely yeah there is there is some good parody this year though uh i think every year there's good parody just because people care so much but the the standings are tight they are very tight. Yeah. Very, very tight. So. Loaf somehow separating himself a bit. Yeah. I mean, not somehow, but like, um, I can't remember who he played this week, but on a three, three game win streak. Actually, if you look at the playoff percentage projections, Loaf is at 99%. So I don't know ah. if at this point it's guaranteed that Loaf has solidified himself a spot in the, in the playoffs. Uh, Will's at 97 and meters at 89. So, wow. Uh, some high percentages. Yeah, loaf. Uh, loaf's on a bit of a bender. 
is an absolute bender. The yeah. Dude needs, the dude needs professional attention. The guy yeah. can't, he can't knock it. I know. It's wild. And you kind of went on a bender there midseason, just wheeling and dealing everybody and anybody <laughs> on the roster. So, hey, if I'll say one No thing, one was safe in Titty City. No one's – I mean – if it, if you think my roster as it is now is going to be my final roster, think again. Could it could be, but it likely won't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might want to think twice. So yeah, the looking squad's, back, it, squad's different. Yeah, looking back, are there any regrets, or are you happy with how it paid off? I mean, you're in third. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I I regret anything big time. Um, it it does sting a little bit to give up ETN. Um, but I did have Brees Hall. So I think the Brees Hall trade was really good. I think the Kittle trade was really good for me. Yeah. Uh, yep. Brees getting hurt obviously stunk. Um, I think Leonard Fournette has, has regressed since I traded him. So that's nice. But, uh, ETN obviously has elevated a lot. So, and Taylor was hurt again and is questionable. So we'll see if Taylor can, uh, turn it around that his playoff schedule is a little lighter. So hopefully he'll, uh, he'll start playing a little bit more respectably but uh yeah i don't know it would be nice to it'd be nice to have etn still but i guess you know no no huge regrets two out of three is okay yeah i think jeff you know jeff saturday and and the boys will will say hey let's get this young fellow <laughs> let's get this young fellow the pill yeah and, let's hope and so. let him let him carry the let him tote it around a little bit gotta let the big dog but, eat yeah a little bit. yeah once he once he gets healthy he'll be fine yeah i thought so, i was gonna have phil this last week but 28 points from the the Patriots defense is was a doozy yeah that's trash like just what Will needs right when he (laughs) he just has this embarrassment of riches and then his defense gives him like an unbelievable week so so I looked up uh you know I was curious like what the breakdown of the points were and the Patriots had nine sacks gosh like that's insane yeah I had guys on my team that like, you know, overperformed um as well. So can't complain. You were the second highest scorer though, yeah? Yeah, I think so. That's so tragic. Uh it happens. Yeah. It there does. are also weeks that I probably won and I easily wasn't the second highest scorer. So it all sure. evens out. Yep. So the important let's get to the important questions here. Yep, absolutely. T- team Osh. <laughs> team Z Tech. Or team other? Hmm. In terms of who I want to see lose or who I think will lose? Who you want to see lose. Oh, boy. What's Z-Tech's punishment? Is it the stand-up comedy? Yes. And Osh's track meet? Correct. I think both would be really entertaining. I think Z-Tech could honestly thrive in stand-up comedy, and he could likely make some sort of a side hustle out of it and end up making like <laughs> 40 extra K a year. <laughs> so that could honestly be like come back to bite us and you're like we just handed Z-Tech the keys to yeah a lucrative career <laughs> though to it would be side it, yeah 100% but it would be super entertaining nonetheless but um part of me would love to see Z-Tech do it just because he didn't uh he didn't fall through with the cage but part of me would also kind of love to see Osh just suit up and <laughs> yeah, dude, just strut um, out to attract me. So I think Osh uh, is maybe final answer, not anything against Osh. Um, I think he also, I think Osh could be a little bit of a jack of all trades on the, you know, in the track and field. So I don't wow. think that he would do terribly. Yeah. Um, 
Put, but it, just, let's just get that guy in some short shorts and yeah, I just yeah, and let short, him let him let him run around. Yeah, one hundred percent needed. <laughs> let it fly. So, I mean, and Osh has won it a couple times, so it would be uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him down there. I don't know that. So, <laughs> if you look at the playoff percentage chances, percent. Oh no. So things are looking a little dark um, yeah. for Osh's city. And then Sammy's at 10 and then it jumps up to 40 for Jacob and 43 for Trev. So uh, I think both of those teams have a chance to, to escape the final, you know, the uh, final destiny, but Jacob has just 40 points more scored on the season than Sammy. Um, So if he gets, you know, if Sammy gets chased back and, you know, if, if Dalvin or Kamara go down for Jacob, you know, things could be interesting. Not that anyone wants to see a person go down, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'll likely will be either Sammy or Osh, I think, at this point. Man, you, you, that's a good point by you. The just unlocking like Z Tech secret talent. Like, what yeah. if, what if it just, what if he just hits, hits it huge? Like, yeah. just knocks it out of the park. And then, and then he's like, well, <laughs> all right. It, it honestly feels like something that he would do so well. And we would be super excited going into it, like thinking he was going to make a fool out of himself. And like halfway through, we'd kind of be looking around at each other thinking like, man, why is he actually kind of good at this? Yeah, like <laughs> this is not what we This totally backfired. Yeah, that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Um, you have a phenomenal idea. I'm excited about it. I hope the league, I hope the league's excited about it. We'll see if it, you know, we'll give it a, we'll give it a run around the block for this year and maybe see how it goes. If, if it doesn't gain traction and guys aren't excited about it, we can, we can slaughter it, put it to bed. (laughs) I think it's, I, I really like it. I think, I think we've got legs. So I want you to explain it. Yeah. So uh, it's election week. Last week was also on during election week. I am an unlimited termed mayor, all of the things just seem fitting to add a little extra spice to the league. I know we got the, we got the historian, we got the law firm, we got the locks. Um, You know, we have a lot of interesting and incredible, uh, you know, kind of pieces to the league. I'm not really involved in any of those and, and mine certainly likely won't be as interesting or (laughs) uh, valuable as others. But I was thinking like, what could we do? to tie to election week that we could maybe like, it's a one week thing that we look forward to every year. And I was thinking we would, we would roll out the electoral college. (laughs) So as the electoral college works, uh, there will be a number of votes allotted to each team and every team in the league can distribute those votes amongst the, the players in the league for who they think will win. Whoever and you can you can distribute one vote for a person, or you can put all of your votes in one basket and, and put them all in the same person. Yep. Whoever has the most votes. So let's say let's say I put all my eggs in one basket for Phil, and and three other people also pick Phil. If I have the most vote the most votes for Phil, then I win. Um, and then we'll we'll just do a rankings of who had the you know, let's say I pick you know, I put all my eggs on Sammy and Sammy gets last and I likely would be last in the votes. So we're going to issue out the votes. Um, I think we can iron out a little bit, but I think currently as the electoral college is 
based on population. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna. I think we'll set it up on rankings per the this week every year where where the rankings are at for election week. So yes, this is kind of an initial thought. It would might it might pivot, but we're thinking first place will get eight votes, or maybe we'll do eight and a half to try to further break some tiebreakers. Um, second place will get seven votes. Third place. Uh, we'll get six votes and then the remaining players will get five votes each. Um, we'll create some sort of probably like a, a shared Google doc or something where you can, um, or like I'll create some sort of a form where you can submit your votes and then we'll keep that tallied up until the end of the season. Um, and then there will be some sort of prize for the winner and there will be a punishment for the loser. The current, uh, it'll be pretty minimal, uh, low lift. The current idea is the winner gets to plan the, the location or just kind of the format of the draft for the next year, not changing settings, but just kind of like, you know, leading that charge and, and kind of getting the, the joy out of, of putting that together. And then the loser has to buy the, the beer for everyone on draft day. So yes. um, I, we like, can, I love it. We can solidify that a little bit more. Uh, curious to get some thoughts from the league in, in terms of kind of some of these logistical or ad, administrative details, but hopefully this is a fun thing to look forward to. I think, it's it's fun at this point halfway through the season to kind of like you know re relook at your cards and and see uh-huh. you know where people are at it's enough of season to have a good judge and gauge on where people are but there's still half the season left so someone could win five in a row or lose five in a row so you may not be right and might just be an extra little fun thing to do so that's the electoral yeah, college yep yeah, and it's the perfect it's perfect timing really because it's it is like halfway through the season and you can put all your eggs in one basket and then their number one, like their top dog goes down. That's right. But And it's me- like, it's just the perfect fantasy football thing, like trying to project <laughs> who's going to win. And then yeah. it all comes crashing down. That's right. But yeah, I love it. I like the eight, seven, six, and then everybody else gets five. So like Loaf yeah. essentially is California right now, right? He gets yeah, the most right. electoral college <laughs> votes, <laughs> which right. Loaf and California have a ton of ton of similarities so i love that so true yeah so no i think it's a phenomenal idea then those guys you know if like three people are tied for first then all of those guys would likely get it or we could say you know whoever is the the tiebreaker so if there's a a three-way tie for first then whoever has the most points in first place would only get the eight so we have some kinks to work out um yeah but we've got the foundation kind of set and i'm excited to roll it out yeah, and then if at the end of the year, like, it's a tie for who for votes. So if yep. you and I each put all of our eggs into Tenny's basket and Tenny yep. wins and we yep. tie, we can do a tiebreaker based on, like, historical record or record historical record against each other. Or, I don't, I mean, those are, yeah. or we can, we can get the half points involved to do, like, a tiebreaker thing. Yeah, or we could do historical league record. Like if you go to your settings and you click on league history, yeah. it shows like your like my over, my all time record is forty two and thirty four. So like, whoever has the better all time record could just be the tiebreaker. Yeah, I like that. So well, we could I we like can that. work that out as well. Yep, yep. And then yeah, currently winner choose gets to choose the location for the draft. Loser has to buy the booze for the draft. Yeah, but that can be changed too. So yeah, yeah, I think it's and it's perfect. crazy if you're you know if you're not top three, you only get five votes. So you distribute those between three people, you know, you don't really have much of a chance to win. So you kind of almost got to go, you know, all 
all in. Maybe you, you know, there's different strategies, but you kind of got to yeah. go all in on someone. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see what the league, what, if anybody brings more ideas to the table, but I think yep. it's, I think it's beautiful. Love it. And I, I look forward to, to filling out the form. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. Um, last thing, we're going to do a P-Dub podium here. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and, and I'm really excited for this one. I think you're perfect for this, by the way. <laughs> I'm but, excited too. Um, it's, it's going to be people from Westland compared to fantasy football players. Absolutely love it. So <laughs> have to make to make a comparison from a person at Westland to a fantasy football player. Dude, I was so so I had all day meetings today for work and I was just racking my brain trying because I know there's gonna be some that like other guys will think of or that I'll probably think of in a week that are just total doozies. I know. And I put a list together of like, you know, six or seven, but I'm like, man, there's just gotta be diamonds in the rough that I'm oh, not even thinking about. There definitely are. I was doing the same thing. I had to drive to Wahoo today and I was just racking my brain trying to think of anybody and everybody from Westland. <laughs> well, and it's and making hard. comparison. It's kind of hard too because it's like it's hard to make a comparison of someone who doesn't play a sport. Yeah. And then it's yeah. like, okay, then that limits people. And then like who who is well known enough by the rest of the league to at least get the comparison. So correct. We'll see, so we'll you're, see how it shakes out. Yeah. Since you're the guest, you go first. All right. I think I'm gonna do maybe one of the more obvious ones first, just because it feels like uh if I don't say it, you'll say it at one point. But pick one is Trey Bardsley for Cooper Cup. Ooh. Both white guys who in their respective crafts aren't typically the ethnicity that thrives the most in their positions. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But yep. somehow by defeating all odds, just continue to be so consistent week after week. And continue to just throw up numbers. Yes. Trey Bardsley was a total beast at Westland. The dude just led the squad. The Rams wouldn't be the same team without Cup. The dude's just a total consistent monster. Trey Bardsley for Cooper Cup is my first pick. I love it. I had him. I had Bardsley on there as well. I had him for McCaffrey. Oh, that's so a good. If, similar type thing, like the white running back. You had the white yeah. receiver that just like dominates. But yeah. <laughs> That's great pick. pick. That's a great pick. <laughs> Thanks, brother. So, All right, you're up, Chief. Okay, I'm going to go Taysom Hill. Okay. <laughs> is Taylor Monks. <laughs> okay. Because you're, you're pretty sure it's BS. <laughs> when he's, like, telling you all his stuff. Like, you're pretty sure. Yep. But you're never truly sure. So like you, you, Taysom Hills can score thirty-seven points in one week, like like he did when Osh played him. <laughs> but then you plug him in the next week, and you're like, I'm pretty sure that was that was an anomaly. <laughs> and it's like you can never really trust it. You can never really trust monks, like what comes out of his mouth. That's and so you can true. never really trust inserting Taysom Hill into your lineup. Like <laughs> when will it fall apart, or when will it not fall apart? But the upside is just, you just want the upside. You're like, what if it's true? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. That's such a good pick. That is so accurate. Monks is a total wild card, a total mystery. (laughs) Just absolute wild card. 
That's so funny. And the wild card um, also in the sense of that he plays three positions on the field and we aren't yeah. really sure what the heck Monks does with his life. Correct. And it's, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. The, un, the fear of the unknown. It's like, That's I don't really know. Um, the next one, I'm going to go a little different route and it's Kyle Pitts. <laughs> and I'm going to compare him to Katie Klein. <laughs> I wanted to find one for Katie so bad, but I couldn't think of somebody. So, like, just awful in every sense, right? <laughs> like Kyle Pitts, just when you hear his name, you're just like, oh. And then so just when you funny. want to give Kyle Pitts a chance, like, maybe it's not that bad. They remind you that it is that bad. Like, he reminds you that it is that bad. And it's like, just when you want to give Katie a chance, she reminds you how bad it really is (laughs) i love that so much i I was racking my brain to try to think of a comparison for katie i just needed it it's a good one i just maybe i forced it but i it was kyle pitts to me that's amazing no we have to absolutely it wouldn't be this podium without katie power banks klein in there (laughs) yes yes i love all right you get two picks you get the turn all right i'm gonna go antonio brown and comparing him to SWAT team Tate. So Tate, pretty athletic dude, played against him in high school. I don't know how he was at Wesleyan, but he was an athletic dude, built well, just a lot of good talent. I don't know, Trev could probably speak to this, but he seemed like a pretty talented, you know, kind of like naturally talented guy. Yeah. Um, Antonio Brown, obviously super talented, gifted, but, both just loose cannons <laughs> both can't both can't avoid law enforcement both yeah. walk out or are forced out of their current situations SWAT team comes and evicts Tate <laughs> Antonio Brown just walks off the field in a I guess a figurative or similar way Tate just leaves the Wesleyan football team yep. both of them quit their teams both naturally gifted both are just loose cannons for people who if they could get their act straight could be big benefits to their teams dude that is such a phenomenal pick that's <laughs> i mean that yeah that's the best pick <laughs> that, was, that was phenomenal <laughs> appreciate you, it brother you just so boxed it <laughs> that's not true so, all right okay. do i get a, do i get a third or my third pick now or yep all right next pick ezekiel elliott comparison coach keller here here's the reasoning okay coach keller likely had some pretty good success when he first started at wesleyan zeke obviously a beast when he first joined the nfl keller has been remarkably average to below average at best for years yeah but ira and the university just cannot part ways with him yeah everything in their mind says coach keller is the answer to our problems in a similar way ancient and high jerry jones just can't get zeke out of his mind for being the answer to all the cowboys problems and zeke has been incredibly average the past few years but they just can't seem to move on and they're going to continue paying him millions just in hopes that something will turn around. I think every year Wesley just hopes Keller's going to turn it around. Yeah. And then and they're just doesn't. let down with mediocrity every year. 
Yes, that's that's a that's a really good one, and it's so clear that Tony Pollard is better than Zeke. One hundred percent. Jerry Jones and Ira low key have some similarities. <laughs> that would have been a great connection. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, like it's so clear. Just watch a, one Cowboys game, and you'll say like this guy is way better than Zeke. Yeah, one hundred percent. They just can't let it go. They're just obsessed with Zeke. They paid him all that money, and they they have to like justify it. Yep. Yeah. That's a good pick. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Okay. Man, right, we're, we're throwing together a, a decent little draft here. I hate to say it. <laughs> okay. Who do you got? Okay. Geno Smith. <laughs> I'm going to go Tanner Dewey. <laughs> that is a name out of left field. Yep. So, remember when Tanner Dewey dated Riley Pope? I don't no, know if he still I, is. I, he may honestly might still be together. And, like, how is Geno Smith good now? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's like you're not really sure how it's happening, but it is. <laughs> Nothing like, makes sense. Both of these guys with an all-time outkicking your coverage. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, Geno Smith was a career backup, and now he's just cooking for the Seabirds. 100%. Yeah, it just, like, it's such a head-scratcher. It makes no sense, but it's just, <laughs> it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> it's like yeah that's the perfect person to date Riley Pope even though like you're not really sure that like how it's happening that is so true and so, so great okay last pick gosh I have it's this is where it gets tough where you have to pick one I'll this go is tough. we'll do honorable mentions so we can okay. at least get a couple yeah. out I'll go um, I will go Michael Thomas okay is Alexis Feller. <laughs> like, it feels like a good idea at the time, but it's not a good idea. <laughs> you know? Like, That's at hilarious. the draft, at, at, on draft day, you're like, ah, I really want Michael Thomas. That is and so then true. it just never really works out. And you always think, like, what if it does work out? That's you know, hilarious. it's just like the sexy draft pick that just, like, <laughs> it doesn't really work out. It never works out. That is a great pick. That's funny. That is such a that is such a good point. So yeah, I don't know. I love that. All right, my last pick. Sloan, you still there? I'm here. Okay, sorry, you cut out for a sec. Okay, no, you're good. I'm pretty torn over what to choose. I got a few options left. Um, all right, I'm gonna go Najee Harris. Comparison, Christian Jones. Oh. Just. <laughs> yes. Reason being, not I mean, Najee doesn't talk a big game, but other people talk a big game for him. You know, he was a first-round draft pick, was supposed to be incredible, and has just blown chunks. Yep. Just incredibly below average. You know, likely a lot of that is because of his, you know, the offense and the team he's on. But nonetheless, the guy stinks. Yeah. And you just wasted a early draft pick on him. <clears throat> Similarly, you know, while others hype up Najee, Christian Jones hypes himself up. And I yes. just imagine him going into an interview and hyping himself up beyond belief. Just like this guy, like he probably like, like created a fake resume and like a <laughs> fake, like, you know, like he probably said he went to Harvard or something. Yeah, but he interned at Merrill Lynch, dude. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> so the company he interviews for, they've got a hundred applicants and they're like, 
this guy is way too good on paper. Like, we can't pass him up. He's our first-round draft pick. And then they hire him, and he just blounds chunks. He does yes. nothing for the company. Day in and day out, he's awful. Similarly, Christian Jones talks like he's going to make six figures a week out of college, and then is probably, like, flipping burgers at BK. He's so, a firefighter, yeah. Bo- both Absolutely. of them, big expectations, totally miss expectations. Dude, that's such a – See, I wanted somebody to compare to Jones. I couldn't – I was trying to, like, force Jonathan Taylor, but that mm. even is, like – but, yeah, dude, that's perfect. Najee's perfect for that. <laughs> I mean, like, he was going to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Jones. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and Najee was supposed to – you know, he's a first-round pick. Like, yeah. Right? And then yeah. just, just completely fell off. Absolute bust. And, like, <laughs> Jones just – his grades just completely fell off. He started just, like, not caring. Yeah. Yeah, very weird. Is, yeah, the downhill. Just that's a great one. Okay. Any honorable mentions for you? I have two honorable. Um, uh, DJ Moore. Okay. Is Jace Hemingway? <laughs> because the the always the excuse for DJ Moore is if he just had a good quarterback, he'd be so good. <laughs> and what Hemingway would always say is, if I were six three, I'd be playing in Nebraska. <laughs> And it's like, I don't think you would. That's and so funny. maybe, and it's like, maybe if DJ Moore had a good quarterback, he'd be really good, but that's I, a great, that's a great one. And then the the last one was the Packers defense, just because <laughs> it has traded hands seven times this. Oh, oh no. Or, there's been seven transactions with the Packers defense <laughs> this season. This is a deep cut. This is so, a deep cut. We got to go OTPHJ. <laughs> <laughs> Because when you trade hands that many times, you just can't get it. You you can't get away from it. That's hilarious, <laughs> dude. I love that so much. Okay, honorable mentions for you. My two: Tony Pollard, Trev. Trev, oh, wow. six six man. Uh, you know, first guy off the bench, yep. really valuable. Just had a lot of people in front of him. Some who were off, you know, good talent. Some, honestly, I think Trev was better than Trev would come in. Great team player, just wouldn't get the tick. Tony Pollard, great player, just doesn't get the tick. And never not that Trev didn't get the tick, but like you know, he he should have gotten more than he did. Agreed, and never complains about it. No, incredible team player. Yep, just knows his role on the team. When a guy's down, Trev's gonna go in there and just yam on your face. Great, that's a great comparison. I got a, a last honorable mention. Two other guys from the league. This is a duo. Um, because I think the comparison is similar. Tom Brady, comparison, Osh and Loaf. <laughs> Reason being, Tom Brady does whatever the F he wants now. Guy goes to weddings. Guy just takes a week off when everyone's here and there. And then he shows up and he's still consistent. Yeah. Osh and Loaf, I feel like, would just game on the PlayStation all the time. <laughs> they didn't get, they didn't gaff about class. And then they would just show up and then they would still get A's. And it's like, you are putting forth Ow. no effort out of yeah. class. How do you just show up randomly and perform? Yeah. So. The professor saw one side, we saw another side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. No, those are great. So, wow. That was a phenomenal podium. That was fun. Dude, I'm so, so sorry we took up a half an hour. Yikes. Dude, you're good. You're good. We're good. But best of luck. Likewise. And congratulations on the the uh, victory. The victory. Come here.
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The of the term. Appreciate you. I was like, I lost last week to Phil. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's no. that's that's the victory. It's that the most really important. Matters. The most yeah, important victory. Yeah. So true. All right, Chief. All right, one love. Hey, before do I just hit the X button? I don't want to delete everything that we've. I'll done. hit it. I'll hit it. <laughs> okay, you can do that. It says finish. Yeah, I think oh. I can. Okay. Peace, brother. All right, one love. Later, dude.